0: Welcome to another edition of Art Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Today, I'll be joined by Alicia Free and Anna Horn, both accomplished belly dancers. You can find out more about Alicia at bellydancebodyandsoul.com, and you can find out more about Anna at School.com. All of today's music is provided by Stream Beats. If you're interested in being on this podcast, send us a message via our website, artworkpodcast.com. You're going to hear a quick sponsor message only takes 30 seconds and then we're going to get right to our interview you definitely want to stick around for that so we'll be right back Welcome to another edition of Art Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. My guests today are Alicia Free and Anna Horn, both are belly dancers. We've had Alicia on the show before. Alicia is the host of A Little Lighter Podcast, and you can also find her at bellydancebodyandsoul.com. And Anna Horn, as I understand it, is one of her students, I believe. We're going to find that out, but is also a belly dancer. So you guys both with me?
1: We're with you. Hey, how you doing? We're hey great. There. So, so Anna is not my student, actually. She should be my teacher. Oh. <laughs> she. We dance together in a band.
0: Oh, nice. Okay. okay. I don't know where I got student from. It might be, uh, uh, I, don't know. I, I walked uh, 6,240 steps today. Maybe my brain's a little dizzy. Oh, so, sounds
1: like
0: fun. <laughs> well, I read that uh, 10,000 steps a day is what you want to do. So I thought, I'm going to give it a shot. So I got up to 6,200 and then I went, oh, I have a podcast to do. So I came back.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How long does it take to do 6,200 steps?
0: Um, It felt like I was gone for, I was focusing more on the steps, but I think I was gone for about almost an hour.
1: Oh, wow. You're supposed to walk more than an hour a day. Look at that.
0: Yeah. I I used to do 10 Ks. And when I was younger, I would do like two or three 10 Ks a week. And I got to where I could go, you know, 6.5 or up to up to 10 miles sometimes pretty, pretty fast, you know, but then uh, as you get older, the back doesn't agree with that anymore, you know? So, um, so Alicia, you've been on the show before, but this is Anna's first time. So how are you doing, Anna?
2: I'm great. How are you?
0: Good, good. So tell me about your uh, experience belly dancing with Alicia.
2: With Alicia, it's been great. Um, I have done a few, show- I, I think it was a couple years ago before the pandemic, I did a couple of shows with her. Uh, she invited me along. And also, there's a band down near where I live that we also perform with. Uh, there's one up in Ithaca near her, but then also one down near me, in, near Pennsylvania, or in Pennsylvania, and um, we travel. And I think some of the members are, like, you know, doing with both groups. Mm-hmm. Um, so I perform with her uh, several times. It's always been really fun. Uh-huh. And, yeah. And then now um, we're performing more regularly with um, the band Up
0: North. Well, it's, it's, it's quite an art form because I, um, uh, I was telling Alicia last show that, you know, I used to teach an acting class in Manhattan beach and um, California. And uh, one day I was, um, uh, I heard this music, you know, and, and I went across the hall to where there was another class and it was a belly dance class. And the instructor was doing a performance for all the students. And I was just going to glance in there to see what the music was for. I couldn't take my eyes off this performance from the time it started till the time it ended. It was so impressive, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, so a lot of respect for what you guys are doing. And um, uh, again, just to remind listeners, bellydancebodyandsoul.com. So Alicia, I was checking out your website and you have some uh, videos on your site. And, and a couple of them are almost like Tai Chi sort of. It reminded me the way that you're almost like a meditating uh, exercise sort of a... Uh, Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Sure. I love Qigong, which is a similar, I think it's under the umbrella of Tai Chi and it's not quite the martial art form, you know, with a lot of sharp movements, it's much more meditative movement and breath and grounding yourself and, you know, shooting your roots down into the ground and dangling from the heavens from the crown of your head. Mm -hmm. It's really beautiful art form. And, I started to fuse it with dance because I feel like I get so much out of doing Qigong, but I also want to be working on my dance more. So I I even made this, uh, this fused routine where I do three Qigong movements of the three Qigong forms. And then I fuse it into three belly dance movements, three rounds of it. And I really like to do it, you know, moving water and a lot of places in the world, you can go to a park in the morning and there'll be a big group of people or a small group of people that oh, yeah. are moving I'm, together yeah I'm, right I'm sure
0: I'm sure if they saw me doing that in public it would be uh, something to talk about um well
1: it's very <laughs> it's very accommodating there's it's very um the form that I do is very entry level yeah. so you wouldn't you I think I think you would feel very good jumping in and just watching and moving with people
0: I think I think I'm I'm kidding because you have a much better physique than I do so I think oh. it, would be, it would be it would be people would be like what the hell's wrong with that guy um oh. no I'm kidding but you know something I did notice you have a male uh, body uh I'm sorry belly dancer on your website which I to be honest with you that's the first time I've ever seen uh, it says trans male belly dancer but can you talk a little bit a little bit about how that came to be
1: Sure. Kamra, I've been following for a while. Kamra's a fantastic dancer, really, and very much in the Salampore School, which I, I don't know if Anna will really tell you without being prompted about how much she's achieved and how linked she is to this huge community of very accomplished belly dancers in the Salampore Collective, the Salampore School out in mm-hmm. California, which she spent years um, teaching and, I'm sorry, learning with. You you also taught some Salampore classes didn't
2: you Anna yeah yeah when I was out there um I was teaching like at this well Suhaila has, has this, had a studio and I would teach the weekly classes some of the mm. weekly classes is it, uh, wow. which is a uh, under deal. her yeah. Un, yeah. But under her guidance so I was very fortunate I mean if you're able experience. to teach
0: that I I just I just watch it just fascinated and, and imagine it just takes some of course I don't know but I mean I would imagine much like other types of dance you've got to repetitiously do this and uh i would imagine also there's because when i was doing taekwondo as an example that's why i mentioned tai chi because we used to do tai chi but there was a lot of stretching there was tons of stretching so do you do you do a lot of stretching anna before or or is that is the belly dancing itself uh is that enough exercise by itself or how does that work
2: i believe and from my experience and also i believe that you really it's really best if you warm up and so the warm-up includes Pilates and like stretching oh. and yoga a little bit of yoga but a lot of stretching I have to stretch mm-hmm. but um, but I, and then I stretch when I'm cooling down as well so there's always a warm-up period and then I'll dance and then I'll cool down yeah and, and it all includes stretching
0: yeah like today I stretched because if you walk that far and you don't stretch or at least me anyway I get cramps like in the back of my leg so mm-hmm. uh, so I always stretch the legs out really well and then and then go for a walk it, it definitely makes a difference also mm-hmm. um, Alicia, I was going to ask you, where in, the, where in the world did you get those fingernails on your website?
1: Oh, the Thai ones. Those are great. <laughs> yeah. I lived in Thailand for a couple of years and I go back every other year pretty oh, really? much, but I was in Peace Corps there. Oh, wow. And they wear those long, um, those long, brassy, what are they, like six inches and curled at the end. They, yeah. they tape them to their fingertips. A lot of the classical Thai dancers. It's so
0: beautiful. Yeah. Those make quite a statement. Um, But Anna, have you also done belly dancing outside the U S or have you traveled as well to do that?
2: No, I've only done belly dance here in the U S.
0: Oh, really? In the U S. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I've traveled, but um, not to do belly dance. Oh, well,
0: I mean, that sounds like something you could do anywhere (laughs) and people would enjoy it. It
2: is. Yeah. Yeah. No.
0: As far as in the U S world, what types of shows have you done?
2: I have done quite a few shows. When I was in California, when I was studying in person with Suhaila Salampur, I was part of the Suhaila Dance Company. And so we did all kinds of things. We did street festivals all the way to stage performances with professional light and sound crews. Hmm. So I've done a whole bunch of different
1: kinds of shows. Can you talk
0: about... Oh, sorry. Can I I interrupt? Go ahead, Lisa.
1: Anna was the snake dancer. Okay, yeah. she used to dance with a snake. Oh wow! She, like there's, a Anna's not going to tell you how cool she is. To go, no. I, gotta, I gotta share I gotta share. She's is there a
0: video of this? I want to see a video of this. I
2: have photos. I'll send you some photos. When oh, we're that'd done. be cool. Yeah, and she, she
1: really also snake. danced in restaurants too yeah, out in I California, did. which is pretty. Like, it's pretty cool.
0: Well, Anna, I was telling um, uh, Alicia last show that uh, somebody surprised me years and years ago in uh, L.A. And they said, oh, you have to go to this restaurant with me. It's called the Moon of Tunis. Mm. And I was like, that sounds weird. What is it? And they go, oh, you'll love it. Just trust me, you'll love it. So we went to this restaurant. You sit on pillows on the floor. There's no silverware. You're eating with your hands. And they must have brought us 11 courses of food. I mean, I kept going, are you serious? I can't eat anymore. And they were just bringing food. But the entire time, very talented belly dancers were coming out and doing belly dance routines all around uh, the restaurant and it's a much different perspective if you're sitting on the floor than if you're sitting at a mm-hmm. table you know so we were just fascinated by this whole thing and, and in, in this particular case they would come up and and put their hip towards you and you would put money in their uh, waistband or whatever uh, whatever mm-hmm. you would call that is that something common or was is that in a specific setting that they do that
2: the well I think there's I can't really speak. There's a tradition here in the U S of that, of money in the belts, but I I've experienced it. So Hmm. some day and every dancer is different. Some dancers will not allow anyone to touch them and they'll have maybe a basket where you can put tips. Right. Um, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't have any, no, no one ever tried to, to touch me in any way that was inappropriate. They just would grab my belt or put money in my, you know, on the sides. They were always very, very polite in, in that way.
0: I would hope so. And I've
2: had a couple of times I've had money showers, which were always very nice.
0: I guess so, if you're at a, you know, I used to be a, <laughs> I used to be a DJ and I, I've seen drunk people do really crazy things. So I guess if a guy was drunk or something, he might go, come here and grab you or something. But I would imagine most people would be very respectful, you know, but. Mostly respectful. Yeah, yeah.
2: mostly respectful. I think the only time it, I, I got a little nervous or there, there'd be times where people would want me to come over and i would dance at their table and they would want to put money in my belt but then i wasn't allowed to stop moving and so they were like keep moving hmm. so i'm like trying to dance but have someone like shoving money in my belt and that was—I oh. don't know—I just <laughs> put up with it.
0: <laughs> well, no, that's interesting. I have a history also. Me personally,
2: I have a history, <laughs> I, I
0: have a history yeah. in the entertainment industry, and I'm curious to know: Have you ever thought about pursuing, or maybe you have uh, already done this? But have either one of you uh, gone after any kind of film or television work in relation to belly dancing? I haven't. And have
1: you?
2: No. I haven't. No, I well, mean a lot of
0: a lot of our audience is showbiz people, so that's why I'm asking because to yeah. me, yeah, to me it seems like, um, and I've seen obviously in plenty of films, and I mean just just when I think in my mind, what films have I seen belly dancing? One that actually comes to mind, if I'm not mistaken, is a Pink Panther movie with Peter Sellers, like a vintage oh. <laughs> old movie. I have to go James back Bond. And, there was
1: some. I think there was James someone Bond in James Bond. James Bond. Was, I believe yeah. you're yeah. right.
0: I believe you're right. And so again, I think. Um, There should be a call for that, and I would imagine um, uh, that's something that would be of interest to casting folks Mm -hmm. to know that you can uh, that you're a professional uh, belly dancer. Oh, Um, I go ahead. No, I took
1: (laughs) I took a really good film of Anna the other day. It was so beautiful. The wind was picking up. We Mm -hmm. were performing out at a, a glamping campground Ooh. you know with all the canvas tents oh. and a storm was coming wow. and Anna was spinning with her blonde hair just flying everywhere so gorgeous and I got right you know we didn't have much of an audience at that moment because the the rain was coming I think it was at the beginning of our set and I just got mm-hmm. my camera out and just got right up there and took this gorgeous video of her spinning with the storm so so wow. she's been in that video
0: <laughs> that's awesome where are you gonna and are you gonna post that somewhere
1: I got, it. I have so many videos I've just edited that I'm ready to I would love to see these videos. Yeah.
2: yeah, that sounds very yeah.
0: cool. Um, actually, if you want, you could send me a still of that or anything and I Ooh, can use it when I promote, exactly. when I promote the, um, or, or a video when I promote the podcast, I can actually put it in there. Um, and again, everybody, uh, if you're listening, it's bellydancebodyandsoul.com. Uh, also, uh, Anna, uh, because I asked Alicia this in the past, but what mm-hmm. was your original... I mean, the very earliest thought you have of what drew you into belly dancing in the first place.
2: So so for me, it was when I was in college, I went to college, like a very small town and it was very small college town. And they had like a community bulletin board, like everybody put all their bulletins up and there was a belly dancer that was advertising classes. And I, you know, it had like little drawings on it. And I was like, ooh, belly dance, that sounds sexy. Hmm. And so I, I, so it was like a package, you know, like eight classes for 80 bucks or something like that. So I took it and the teacher was so mean to me and I cried, like sobbing uh-huh. after every class, but I thought, well, I paid for this. I'm going to get my money's worth. And I, somewhere along the way in that eight week series, I, you know, I still kept going, but it was, I was miserable, um, hmm. did not enjoy the class at all. And, um, but then somewhere along the way, the, there was a performance So this teacher was going to be in a show, this huge show. And I went to the show, you know, in support of her. You know, I had other friends that we all took this belly dance class together. Mm -hmm. And there were so many belly dancers there. Like, I don't know, 30, 40 belly dancers. And they were all performing and they were all beautiful. And I thought my teacher was the only belly dancer in the world. I had no idea, right? Mm. And I go and there's this huge, beautiful community in my area where my, like near where my college is. And so I started taking with all these other dancers in the area who were warm and supportive and i i got hooked
0: (laughs) and you said this was in a small town
2: yeah a small town in ohio yeah wow
0: okay that's not something you you know what i mean that's not the first thing you would think oh there's a belly dance community in a small town well
2: it was near near a city so it's a near dayton ohio i was in dayton ohio oh yeah so it's you know the 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 performance was in in dayton you know so it was all these dancers and they came from indianapolis and kentucky right. everybody came in but there were several dancers in my area of and, the and one, are you
0: where are things. you now are you on the west coast or oh no you're on the east coast you're you're through uh, mm-hmm. where are you so you're on the east coast so as far as the area where you are now is it more uh is there more opportunity would you say for belly dancing or uh do you still do you have to create your own shows or how does that work
2: well, I I don't I don't think there's a lot a lot of maybe restaurant performance opportunities out here, but Alicia will tell you more cuz she's she's like this amazing organizer.
0: Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. Alicia's definitely got her act together. She covers every base. <laughs> I mean, she's got vegan recipes and all kinds of stuff going on. I was I was uh you know, studying your website again and looking at uh your vegan recipes page cuz of course I I don't know are you a vegan also, Anna or
2: I was vegan for many years, uh-huh. over a decade, so I totally understand.
0: And then you um, saw, and then veganism. you saw, then you saw a great big cheeseburger, and you said, "Okay, I can't <laughs> eat <it
2: anymore." laughs> no." But um, my, I would go to acupuncture regularly, and oh. my acupuncturist was he. He told me that I needed more heat, and so oh, he really? wanted me to he wanted me to eat some meat, and I I said, "Well, I'll eat." I don't, I, of course, I was just appalled, and I was like, "Well, how about eggs?" He's like, "Well, no." like that will help, but it's not hot and like energy wise, not hot enough. And then I was like, well, fish, he's like, it's so cold. And I'm like, you want me to eat something else? And he's like, eat chicken, just eat chicken. So um, I went, I didn't know. I don't, I don't I didn't know how to cook meat. I don't know. I don't know hmm. what I was doing. So I went to Whole Foods and they had like those rotisserie, rotisserie chickens right. and I ate the whole thing. And I didn't, I don't think I even mentally came to until I was like scraping the meat off the ribs with my teeth. And I was like, wow. I guess I needed, I really needed that. And I love animals, yeah. but I think just, we all have our energy. And I think at that time I needed more heat and, um, but so I just progressed and now I eat thing. I just, I do eat meat, but I'm, I personally feel respectful towards that animal. I know I'm eating it, but this maybe I'm being controversial, but I just, I, I don't just like eat something and not think of the animal that I'm eating. So I, well, I do yeah, I, I respect can on honor that animal.
0: Yeah, I can appreciate that. I mean, myself personally, if I eat chicken, pork or beef, I get migraine headaches. So I can literally cannot mm-hmm. eat it. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. My
0: my mom cannot eat chicken because apparently they inject antibiotics into them and she's allergic to that. Mm-hmm. And then something to watch out for. If you buy, if you buy baked chicken in the grocery store and it's in plastic, the plastic's got BPA poisoning in it. And I'm not saying that to alarm anybody, but it's just, it's just, it is what it is. So it's better to uh, oven bake your own chicken without any kind of um, toxins involved, you know? And so that's just my, my, cause I'm uh, all about, uh, you know, uh, I have a history, a health history that forces me to sort of look at what I consume and all that kind of thing. So I drink water out of BPA free plastic or glass only. And um, you know, as far as the meat um, I had the same issue that you had And I found that if I buy something like smoked oysters or uh, salmon or um, recently I found smoked trout, which is freshwater fish. And if I have that with some organic potato salad and some olives and, you know, I can make a cold meal because lately we're trying to avoid heating up the house, you know, and because of all the we're having a heat wave over here. But, um, uh, but that's really satisfying and it's, and it keeps me, you know, again, I don't have to eat the chicken, uh, pork or beef or whatever. Um, but, uh, but I know it's tough because up until, I guess, seven years ago, I was at In-N-Out Burger and I was Mr. Beef and, cause I grew up in the South, you know, so we barbecued and all that stuff. So it was a tough transition, but I was able to do it. And then, um, Alicia, you're, uh, do you eat any meat at all or is it all vegan?
1: I grew up eating meat. I didn't know any vegetarians except for one. growing up. I really? thought she was, I thought she was strange, um, but, but uh, no, I got to college and I went on a camping trip, you know, before orientation and the two leaders of the camping trip were like, it's going to be a vegetarian camping trip. And I was like, "What? why are they forcing this on us? Oh, wow. And then afterwards I was like, I think I'm done with this meat stuff. And I just was done.
0: Yeah. You just reminded me, everybody used to say vegetarian. I never hear it anymore. I hear vegan all the time now, but when I was, I I remember everybody used to use the word vegetarian and it was like a dirty word, like, Oh, you're a vegetarian. (laughs) And uh, and I was like, what the
1: hell do you eat? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, oh, are
0: you eating broccoli and that's it? Or, you know, so, uh, but I, I, um, I found that, you know, with beyond meat and impossible meat and all these brands now I can make you know, my 20 year old son, I can make him a breakfast burrito and he loves it as much as if I put beef in it or pork or something, you know, so, uh, but there's no meat involved. So, um,
1: I do want to say too, though, Anna is so understanding and flexible of so many different diets. Like Anna, you're like, she just, because she was vegan, right. She's my buddy. But when it comes to food, she knows what's (laughs) up. I really appreciate that about her.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm just, uh, anytime people say certain things, I I chime in with my little two cents of, I tell people I'm sort of like Monk. Remember that TV show Monk where the guy was a germaphobe? And he didn't care who saw him doing weird stuff. I'm sort of like that, <laughs> so so we'll be in public and I'll be like, "Oh, don't touch that." And my wife's like, "What?" And I'll go. She's like, "Give me a break." And I'll go, "No, no, don't," you know, because then I'll explain to her why and all this. And I'll tell my son, "What's the dirtiest part of your body?" And he's like, "My fingernails." And I go, "What's the second?" You know, so I'm I'm always in <laughs> always doing this kind of annoying annoying stuff, but um, uh, it, nothing I can nothing I can do about it. It just happened that way. But um, so as far as uh, you guys, um, things that you have going on now or in the near future in relation to belly dance, what's going on currently?
1: We've got some really fun farmers markets gigs coming up. Mm -hmm. We've really only played outside. Um, we've got some of the members of our band that are really cautious about COVID, and oh. um, I, I consider myself cautious. But some of the other ones are like really serious about it. So oh. we're, we're all vaccinated, but um, I haven't I haven't wandered into the indoor gig idea yet.
0: Hmm. So
1: we're, uh, and it's funny because some of the uh, some of the venues that we've loved to play too are very anti-vaccine people that go there. So I'm just like I I just I'm not ready to even walk that. I'm not ready to do that yet.
0: Really? In anti-vaccine yeah. people? Okay. Um, yeah. Well, maybe you can do what uh, Jimmy Kimmel did. He made a mask that looks like his face. So when he puts it on, you can barely even tell he has a mask on.
1: I saw a guy at the grocery store like that and he had a big old beard and his mask had his beard on. It It was beautiful.
0: Right. Right. It's great. It's a great <laughs> idea. And then you can you can have your mask on with all these mask deniers or whatever people call them. And uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm pro mask only because I've got along with all my other weirdness, I've got chronic allergies. And so I used to wear a mask sometimes outside in pollen season, you know, just mm-hmm. to avoid having to take antigen shots and all this stuff they used to give me when I was a kid. So, um, so yeah, some people with, and there's even masks before the pandemic, there were masks that said allergic across the front of them. So people wouldn't think, why are you wearing that mask? You know? So, um, so that was an interesting thing. And um, uh, so yeah. So I'm I'm um, uh, talking to all different types of artists, you know, in this podcast, and uh, I've got to say, um, you know, the, the, the belly dancing um, form of art, because that's what I consider it is a really fascinating one to me. So when it comes to thinking about this as an artistic sort of art form, let's say, Anna, do you, do you view it that way? Or how do you, how do you view belly dancing in that respect?
2: I view it as an art um, for me, what has what has real meaning is when i'm in a choreography and i'm performing or even just practicing and feeling that emotion tied to the movement is where the magic is for
0: me are are you able to when you, when you're doing this performance are you able to because like as myself if i 'm doing a certain type of a performance let's say acting or something there's a lot of preparation and relaxation that goes on only because of the inhibitions and you know, you've got to go out there and deliver to an audience and that type of thing. So is this a way to express yourself where it kind of, because of the nature of it, does it sort of get rid of that sort of inhibition type thing? Or if you're performing, or is that still part of the process?
2: I I don't know how to answer, but I mean, I do, but I've always even though I'm, you know, I'm the, you know, I go to a party and I'm in the shy corner. Right. But on stage, I don't, I don't feel any inhibition. Like I feel like I, I can present to like, I feel comfortable in front of a group of people. Even though like
0: it's it's freeing then
2: it's freeing.
0: Okay. Um,
2: And even when I, when I perform, I'm not like, I I just allow myself to feel what I want to feel and dance how I want to dance and I, I do, I worry about the, you know, am I going to slip on the floor? <laughs> am I going to catch on a cord? <laughs> like, that's actually where I'm hanging out. Like as far as like worrying about my physical space, but like right. my, my insides, my, my mind is, is focused on the story that I'm telling through, that's my, through my dance. Yeah, like, what, yeah. Right.
0: Right. What prompted the question was that, you know, I've seen flamenco and belly dancing, both in person. Uh, Alicia's got a flamenco dancer on her website mm-hmm. and When I was a kid, my parents took me to see flamenco more than once um, because of my mother's heritage. And um, I was so impressed with the strength of the performance. It was a very strong, powerful sort of a delivery. And there was a a male dancer came out and they were doing a sort of a, the way they were, I, I mean, I know it's like tapping on the floor, but they were really more stomping on the floor. And they even had a stage that was a, a raised stage a little bit so that it echoed the sound, you know, and I just remember being mm-hmm. really taken by this really powerful performance. And then you watch belly dancing and it makes you feel really relaxed and enjoy it. It's a very enjoyable type of experience. They're totally different, um, you know, types of, mm-hmm. of performance. And that's why I asked the question because oh, I'm wondering, you know, how it affects you to, to do that. Well, type, yeah.
2: and, and one thing too is, I, I think I've learned, and I don't know where I learned this. I mean, I've, I've been on stage since I was really little, like I was, you know, played musical instruments and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I've learned to harness that nervousness mm-hmm. and then use that to project energy. So Interesting. I, instead of feeling nervous, like when people, when I'm, I'm going to go on stage with a bunch of people and someone says, oh, I'm so nervous. Like that, then I feel nervous, right? But if I'm, if I'm going to go on stage, I focus. And, um, but then I might still feel that like that revved up energy, which is could be nervousness, but it's like this revving up, revving up, but it's also butterflies. Right, right. <laughs> so then, so when I get on stage, I use that to project energy, project emotion, to project movement, to just move right. my body. And, um, and the reason I even say this is I, because for a time I was actually teaching in public schools, and I even before I would teach my class, I would feel that revved up energy and i realized at some point because you you know you when you're a, you're a teacher you have you're you're acting in a way you know you have to project energy you can't just you know if you're in a bad mood you can't project that at the children you have to <laughs> be of like happy you know you're acting kind of really all day long but um but i found that i would i would still get that revved up energy because i have to perform for my students in a way energetically and then but then there was nowhere for me to send it to, <laughs> so right. I, I remember that was something I struggled with as a, as a, you know working in the public schools.
0: Oh yeah, I can. Was I can, I can. where
2: am I going to? You know, I have so much energy for getting ready, and then so I I had to learn, and I, I think that's where I, I kind of realized what that was—that pre-performance yeah. energy is like. Oh, that's what that is. So now you know now I need to know how to re- redirect that while I'm teaching, which I learned to. But then I was like, oh, now when I'm going to go on stage, that's what that is. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was in theater, they uh, somebody, I don't remember who said it, but they said, close your eyes and visualize the audience, and then visualize yourself standing on the stage, and visualize all their energy coming at you from each individual person and hitting you, and that makes you uncomfortable. Now, what I want you to do is turn that around. Now, you take all your energy and you blast it out at all those people individually, each one, whenever you speak, and wow, did that change the performance, you know what I mean? Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
0: Just that sort of a thing. I want to remind everybody, we're talking to Alicia Free, and we're also talking to Anna Horn. Uh, You can see more about Alicia at BellyDanceBodyAndSoul.com. And uh, we are just about out of time. So um, uh, any final words from you, Alicia, any final thoughts or things going on?
1: Sure. Anna talking about her perspective when she's dancing, it made me Remember how I'm really excited about channeling the muse, which I think a lot of artists are also into. In addition to harnessing your energy, whether it's nervousness or sadness, and turning it into art, I really enjoy being uh, a receptacle. Is that the right word? A vehicle, I think, gets uh-huh. better of the, of the muse. Uh-huh. And I feel like this past year or so, when I've been dancing under the trees a lot more, you know, rehearsing oh, wow. outside and. That I've just gotten a lot more of that energy. I think it comes from the sky often. And mm. I'm looking out the window right now at these fireflies. And the other day I was like, Fireflies? Why am I not fire dancing with the fireflies? Oh, that's a great so, idea. So, yeah, when we get off of this, I'm going to light up my fire bowls outside in the oh, woods. Good. That's, with a some good idea. that's
0: a good idea. Yeah, I that's love fireflies. So we don't have them here. I miss fireflies. You see them oh. in Iowa. When I visited my grandmother, we see them in Iowa when we were kids. And uh, uh, Anna, any final thoughts or words from you?
2: Yes, um, I would also um, I would like to say that my school where I study and also where I work is salimpourschool.com. School dot com.
0: Salimpour, how do you spell that? Salimpour. S
2: a l i m p o u r School dot com, and that is the main website for Suhaila Salimpour's
1: school. Okay. And the institute. Perfect. Which okay. yep. yeah, it's world <laughs> renowned and it's Suhela has changed the world of dance. Like she, oh, it's yeah. the, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I've just learned in the past few years what a huge impact Suhela Salpour has had on belly dance world and also bringing belly dance up as an art form along with other dance forms. So that's part well, of I'm why gonna,
0: I'm going to go yeah. ahead and put, I'll put that in the description. Oh, so yeah, any, please do. Yeah, anybody that wants to, can just click on the link and you'll go right to it. So, uh, our podcast is heard on all platforms. So we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, we're all over the place. So whatever service anybody is using. Um, and today we were talking, we've been talking to Alicia Free and Anna Horn, again, bellydancebodyandsoul.com. And then I'm also going to put that other web address, which I can't remember right off the top of my head right this second, but I'll put it on the description. <laughs> and uh, again, really enjoy talking to you guys. We are unfortunately out of time, but. Um, I want to thank you for being here. And until next time, we'll see everybody later.
1: Thank you so much, Dan. It was a pleasure. Thank you, you, Dan.
0: All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks.